Welcome to Choir Talks. In the last episode, we talked a little bit about some of the scriptures that that talked about the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's role in the life of, of, well, us. And so today I wanted to continue that and give you one more scripture about the Holy Spirit. This is the last recorded scripture, uh, the last recorded things that Jesus said before he left earth. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. These last recorded words of Jesus are super impactful, very important. It's the last thing he said before the the beginning of the church, uh, before the Holy Spirit did come on them. And uh, his last instruction to them was about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit would work in their life to make them what he said was witnesses. Um, They were already qualified to be witnesses, if you think about it. They were eyewitnesses to the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. They were ready by experience to go and and talk to people about who Jesus was. But even though they were qualified, he said to them, wait. Uh, And here's what he says in verses uh, 4 and 5 of chapter 1 in Acts. He says, wait for my gift, the Father promised, which you have heard me speak about Uh, John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So even though they were qualified, he said, wait, because there was a power yet to come in the person of the Holy Spirit. And that power was specifically to empower them to be witnesses, to testify about who Jesus was and uh, what what he could do. In reading some of the scriptures about the Holy Spirit, I read in the book of John on the night before Jesus was crucified, he he talked several times about the Holy Spirit. And there he says that the Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus or was to glorify him, was to point to him. And so that's what the Holy Spirit's role is in our life. He is to use us to point others to Jesus. And that is how his power should be displayed in our life. You should see that power at work in your life. For most believers, I know it's a scary thing to think about being uh, a witness of Jesus, talking to someone about Jesus who may not know him. It's scary for several reasons, but I think that it scares most of us because we have a perceived inadequacy to be able to do that. But here's the good news. It is the Holy Spirit who enables us Even if we're inadequate, he is certainly capable of pointing people to Jesus. That's what he does. And uh, so we can depend on his power. So even those first disciples who had been eyewitnesses to Jesus' death and resurrection, um, they didn't have enough adequacy to share Jesus without the power of the Holy Spirit. Yet with the power of the Holy Spirit, that small group of people changed the world and changed history. Last weekend uh, was Pentecost, the day of the coming of the Holy Spirit. So on the day before, I went out with some other believers and and, uh, stood on a street corner here in my town and held up a sign that said, if you need prayer, pull over. That was kind of a scary thing to do. It's an intimidating thing to do. Uh, But the the men that I went out with believed that there was spiritual need in our area, and we wanted to give an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to speak into the, the lives of people, speak into the spiritual need in our community. And we were willing to be a part of that and let him use, use us. 
And so we did something really unusual, and we stood and held those signs, expecting and believing that the Holy Spirit would, would draw someone over, that he was going to work in their life that day. And I believe he did. Now, it may not look at all like that, and it probably won't in your life when you begin to share Jesus with others. Um, But I want you to know, whatever it looks like, don't run from it, because you and me as the church, we are God's plan for telling the world about Jesus. Uh, We aren't the power for the plan. That's the Holy Spirit, but we are the plan. Here's what Jesus told his followers. He said, anticipating his own death and the coming of the Holy Spirit, he said, On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. He knew that they were going to to go out and speak about him and that it was going to get them in trouble, frankly. They would be brought into courts and, and before governors and kings, as he says. Very intimidating situation, right? But he says this, When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to respond or what you are to say. I would certainly worry, wouldn't you? It's a very intimidating situation. And he goes on to say, In that hour, you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was going to enable them and give them the actual words to say so that he would literally, as Jesus said, speak through them. Uh, through their inadequacy to say the right thing in those difficult situations. Have you ever uh, been with someone, recognized that they didn't know Jesus and just feel prompted to speak to them about Jesus? That's the Holy Spirit. I believe that's the way the Holy Spirit deals with us. He, He prompts us and leads us to share about Jesus. And we need to recognize those promptings. And, and uh, because if we don't follow those promptings, we're really saying no to the Holy Spirit about what he wants to do in the life of someone else. Consider this story from the book of Acts about Philip, one of the disciples, and the Ethiopian. Um, it says this, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go to, uh, toward the south on the road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And so he rose and went, and there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading from the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. That's the prompting that I'm talking about right there. The Holy Spirit had someone who was ready to hear and understand uh, a testimony about Jesus. And so he he used a believer, in this case Philip, and he prompted him. uh, And here's what it sounds like again. And the Spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him, heard him reading Isaiah the prophet, and asked, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. And then the scripture goes on to share what passage he was reading out of Isaiah, which is a messianic prophecy. And then the eunuch said to Philip, about whom I ask you, does the prophet say this, about himself or someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. This is the way the Holy Spirit is going to work in your life. He's going to lead you to people who are ready to understand about Jesus. He's going to prompt you, and he's going to give you the words to speak to those people. It's 
sounds intimidating, doesn't it? But I want to warn you that the Holy Spirit within you is eyeing someone right now that needs to know the truth about Jesus, someone whose life he wants to change for the better, someone he wants to receive the gift of salvation. That person is in your life, and you are the plan. 